Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, this is Owen Jones. Welcome to the podcast. So, I went to Batley and Spen. It's a West Yorkshire, currently Labour-held constituency. And I went there because there's a by-election coming up. And it's a big, big test for Labour. It will help decide the future of the party and with it the country as well. Uh, Now, this was kept, this seat, in the 2017 election. Over half the electorate voted for Labour. That fell in the 2019 electoral inferno, but was still kept with a sizable majority. But now Labour fear they're in big, big trouble. And in large part, that's because local Muslim voters are disillusioned. 86% of British Muslims voted for the Labour Party in 2019. Bear in mind there are over 3 million Muslims living in Britain. So they're a big, big part of Labour's electoral coalition. So I want to understand their disillusionment, their anger, what Labour can do to win the back, if anything. Uh, Is this a long-term permanent problem for the Labour Party? Muslim voters who feel completely taken for granted, much like it has to be said, other uh, loyal Labour voters have also felt completely taken for granted and taken their votes elsewhere. Now, I speak to everyone from Andy Burnham to George Galloway, who's a very controversial figure, uh, to Kim Leadbeater, who's the local Labour candidate, but really importantly, local people to hear about their own thoughts. Uh, So if you want to support these documentaries, which take a huge amount of time and energy, do support us on patreon.com forward slash owenjones84, a team who are paid because of your support, um, have done an incredible job. I hope you'll agree. You can use the support function as well for one-off donations. Uh, Do leave us a rating, a review, if you feel so well inclined. Uh, But with that, enjoy the documentary. I hope you get a lot out of it. It was a day of horror. Five years ago, amidst the heightened tensions of the referendum campaign, Joe Cox, the newly elected Labour MP for Batley and Spen, was assassinated by a far-right terrorist. It was an acute trauma for much of the country, but nowhere more so than here, in the West Yorkshire constituency she once represented. Since then, the locals have voted in a referendum, two general elections, and now soon to be two by-elections, this one held against the backdrop of the worst national emergency since the war. It's just weeks since Keir Starmer's Labour Party lost the northeast English port town of Hartlepool to the Tories, marking just the third time the opposition has lost a by-election to a governing party in the last 50 years. But Batley and Spen, which was won by Jeremy Corbyn's Labour with over 55% of the vote as recently as four years ago, should be different for many reasons. One being that there is a large Muslim community here, 86% of whom voted for the Labour Party across the country back in 2019. Like many other communities, Batley and Spen has faced the severe consequences of over a decade of Conservative rule. 11,000 children languish in poverty, its schools have been starved of funding, and thousands of local families face cuts to universal credit. 
Labour blames the vaccine rollout for the party's woes, but that did not stop the Liberal Democrats smashing the Conservatives in one of their safest seats, Chesham and Amersham. Yet Labour councillors in Batley and Spen privately fear that their party is toast here, in large part because of fury amongst local Muslim voters. They tell me of streets where Muslim residents almost unanimously voted Labour in 2019, but now yell abuse at party canvassers. A poll by Servation suggests the Conservatives have a six-point lead here amongst all voters. Here's an increasingly familiar story of those at the top of Labour deciding that their existing loyal voters have nowhere else to go until those voters feel so taken for granted that they snap and either don't vote or do find somewhere else to go. To understand what's happening not just to Labour but to our crisis-stricken country, We've come to Batley and Spen to speak to candidates and to local residents and campaigners about what happens next. Fazilla Aswat worked for Joe Cox when the MP was murdered, and she is deeply worried about what has happened to politics in her community and her country. I think actually Joe's death, it was symbolic of something happening nationally in our country. It was part of the global change. We saw Trump coming in, we saw the Nigel Farages and people like that coming in. And I think we almost had a sense of ultranationalism. And I think that was creeping into the door. And I think Joe's death was, in my opinion, a result of that. Kim Leadbeater is the younger sister of the late Joe Cox. She's a charismatic campaigner. She leaves her team out of breath as she rushes from doorstep to doorstep. But local Muslim Labour members resent someone from their own community not being chosen to represent their own constituency. But she is fiercely proud of her local roots. My story is my story. Joe was my sister. And, you know, for the last few years, people have known me as Joe Cox's sister, and I'm extremely proud to be so. But I'm fighting this campaign as Kim Ledbeater um, with my own, you know, life experiences and my deep care and compassion for this community. And people are going to come here and try and divide us, but they've tried before and they've failed. Um, and I think it's really important that as a community, we don't engage with... The, the negativity and, quite frankly, at times, the poison that people are bringing to our community. As I say, when they all go, we all have to live here peacefully together. And the people around here are good people. They don't deserve to be used in this way. What happened to Joe Cox has not deterred far-right activists from coming to this community. Far from it. Amongst the candidates standing is Jada Franson, a far-right activist with a conviction for religiously aggravated harassment and the former leader of far-right organisation Britain First. She was recently humiliated when she stood for election in Glasgow Southside, winning just 46 votes. But there is a rich seam of anti-Muslim bigotry in many communities for politicians to exploit and tap into. What be Labour? Why not Labour? Well, the the jihadist party now, aren't they? The what party? The jihadist party. What do you mean by that? Why are they the, the jihadist they're party? They're run by Muslims. Who who do you mean? Because Keir Starmer's not a Muslim, and most Muslims. The Labour Party is run by Muslims. Do you think Muslims are jihadists generally? Because generally, yes, they are. I would say. They want to live their lives accepting other people for who they are. Well, you walk around talking shit, then I don't want to listen to you. Yeah, well, the population has changed because we've got quite a lot of Indians and Asians and people living here. But that has improved the town to a great degree. Do you think people from different backgrounds live together well? Yes. Communities get on well together? All they have to do is to talk. Talk to one another. 
explore ideas with one another, exchange ideas on what could be good for Batley. Who knows? You could come up with something that's really good that we've never even heard of. So why not try it? Muslims have lived in Britain for centuries, whether they arrived through the East India Company in colonial times or following the establishment of the Suez Canal 150 years ago. And Yorkshire is home to a large British Muslim community, many of whom settled here after World War II, invited from what is now India, Pakistan and Bangladesh to help rebuild our shattered nation. Today it's estimated that around half of British Muslims are in poverty and before the pandemic they were more than twice as likely to be unemployed compared to the national average. But polling shows large numbers of Britons have prejudiced views of Muslims and tensions recently arose after a local teacher showed a caricature of the Prophet Muhammad to pupils here in Batley, an incident exploited by extremists. But there is far more unity in these communities than is often given credit for however difficult it can sometimes be to preserve it. This is Yunus Luna, a local solicitor. We've got huge issues on our doorstep here, huge issues about cohesion, integration, a lack of understanding, a lack of people wanting to come together. And we have to live here. All these electorate, uh, candidates, unless the one successful is going to remain, everybody else is going to be gone. We've got to pick up the pieces. We have to live here. This is Kim Leadbeater. Ultimately, there's lots of people who are going to turn up in these next few weeks who didn't even know where Batley and Spen was until a few weeks ago. You know, I've lived here all my life. You know, so those issues that people have got are my issues as well. So they need an MP who understands those issues. I'm very, very clear about that. People are going to turn up here with their own agendas and their own egos. It's not fair on the local people. Batley is plastered with an astonishing number of posters featuring the face of former Labour MP George Galloway, one of the most controversial politicians in Britain. He's someone who's certainly been on an interesting political journey. In 2014, he declared he would campaign to remain in the EU as anyone with any brain cells would be doing, declaring, I strongly support the European Union, and denouncing Nigel Farage for blaming Johnny Foreigner for all the British people's ills, before campaigning for Brexit two years later alongside Farage and voting for his Brexit party in 2019. He once declared he'd sooner poke his eyes out than vote Tory before doing just that this year, justified as tactical voting against Scottish nationalism. But many Muslim and non-Muslim voters alike know him for his fiery opposition to Western wars such as Iraq and to the illegal Israeli occupation of Palestine. And in 2005, he sensationally defeated Labour in the East London seat of Bethnal Green and Bow, followed by his triumph in Bradford West in 2012, just a few miles down the road from here. He owed a large part of that success to British Muslim voters, and there's no question he has traction among some in this constituency, with locals even offering him free space for his campaign headquarters. Even though the Tories are favourite to win, they have little obvious campaigning presence, partly because they believe Galloway will be crucial in delivering them the seat. The very first thing I saw when I uh, came into Batley for this campaign was this flag. Mm -hmm. That's why this uh, cafe is a bit of a favorite of ours. Palestine is hegemonic in uh, at least a quarter of the constituency. And in a by-election, a quarter is a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, and they're outraged by Labour's dramatic switch. I think there's a settled will here that Keir Starmer has to be punished 
for the turn away from Palestine that is made. Many influential supporters of the Labour leadership believe that foreign policy questions are niche and of interest only to die-hard Labour members rather than to ordinary voters. And one Mail on Sunday columnist recently declared that Red Wall voters think Labour cares more about the Palestinians than them and they're right. But this is the Red Wall and many voters here do care very much about Palestinians. Panicking about losing this by-election, Keir Starmer suddenly decided to talk about Palestine, inserting it into Prime Minister's questions so it could be used by Labour canvassers here in Batley and Spen. But does that strike many voters as rather cynical? Solicitor Eunice Luna. Ultimately, it's not for the politicians to dictate what is important for the electorate. If this electorate, particular electorate feel that these are the issues that are important to us, and I think the feeling here is that it doesn't really matter who's in power. Battle is going to get left behind anyway. So let's just look at the bigger picture. And I get the impression that's what the public are saying, or the Muslim public population are saying. It doesn't matter who's... We don't think any party is really going to represent our views. So let's look at the bigger picture. Let's look at the humanitarian picture, the bigger picture. I speak again to Fazila Aswat, former assistant to Joe Cox. For lots of Muslim voters, not just Muslim voters, but lots of Muslim voters, issues like Palestine and Kashmir, for example, yeah, yeah. They're big issues. Yeah, yeah. And actually, you know, on Kashmir, when Keir Starmer became leader, he wrote a letter on it, which a lot of people got pretty angry about because yeah. it seemed to backtrack on the right of Kashmir to national self-determination. Yeah. So do you think they've made a mistake? Because now they're suddenly talking about foreign policy stuff in a way they weren't before. But some would say it looks a little bit cynical. I get the impression from Keir Starmer, and I don't know whether it's because his legal background, that I feel like he's a thinker. And I think he overanalyzes almost. and. My, my, my sort of, uh, when I met with him last time, I, my, our challenge to him was we need to be faster with reactions. Um, and, and he accepted that and said, yes, I think there are things that we need to do. And I think, I think, I don't know whether that's his legal background where I think he overanalyzes over things. And unfortunately with social media, it's not like before where you wait for the six o'clock or nine o'clock news to see things. Everything is instant. So if you're not putting out a statement on something within 10 minutes of it happening, people start condemning you straight away. This is Fazila Luna, Labour councillor for Batley East. White took the leader up till the Prime Minister's question last week to actually mention Palestine and do things. People are not happy. Um, to get them changed in the next two weeks, it's going to be tough. Let me break it to you gently, Labour are going to be third in this by-election. Oh, they actually, to say that decisively now, that 100% Labour are coming 100%. third. 100%. I'll eat my hat in your presence. you actually eat your hat? I'll eat my hat. Boris Johnson wants you to do well, doesn't he? I mean, Boris, if Labour lose the seat, if the Tories win it, partly thanks to your campaign, Boris Johnson, we all know, we saw what he did on the exit poll, he punched the air. He will be a very, very, very happy man. He will be boosted. His chances of winning an even bigger majority in the next election increase. Doesn't that make you feel... If Labour were to cut uh, Johnson's majority from whatever it is to one less, uh, that would make uh, virtually no difference in the British political scene, neither for that matter, by increasing his majority by one. Uh, if I win, on the other hand, it sends a dramatic message to the whole of the Labour movement that Starmer must go. Let's go and have a walk. Should we have a walk? Sure. Let's have a walk. There it is, Starmer. There it is. Striking him, is that? Amongst the young Asians, they are the supercharged part of our electorate. 
they are absolutely red hot on the issue of Palestine, Gaza, Jerusalem. And this by-election is kind of like a gift from them, they would say a divine one. Um, they're getting the chance to put Batley on the map as the avant-garde of the pro-Palestinian forces in the world. I, I was an ex-councillor for 12 years. I have been a Labour member since the age of 18, 45 years ago. This is Hanif Maya, former Labour councillor. I think one thing that we, the Asian community here, needs to learn and appreciate is that the Labour needs to be sent clear messages that don't take our work for granted. Where our forefathers really, really worked really, really hard and they were Labour through and through, and rightly so. I also believed it. In the 1970s, 80s, 90s, I believed it. And I was absolutely 100% uh, uh, for, for the Labour. But sadly, uh, the direction has, has changed. It's about time that we really, really think about it and think what's best for us and what, which party will serve our purposes, which serve party will look at our, our, our needs and our aspirations and what one can deliver. I, I don't feel at the moment uh, that Labour Party is the one that who would fulfill my aspiration, but my, my needs. Yes, Termer, I emailed him about this uh, Palestine and never got an email back. And he's not good for the public, he's not good for us. He doesn't support, the, uh, what, he doesn't hear our voices. Mr. We want Mr. Kesterman oosted out because he's not a good politician. Uh, he was uh, really typical, uh-huh. really, frankly, very typical, uh, that Labour isn't Labour under Starmer. And, the, and all of these people are ex-Labour, just like me. Put your hands up if you put your hands up if you were if you've ever been a Labour Party member. All our life. I speak again to Kim Leadbeater. That for lots of those Muslim voters we spoke to, they're they're annoyed with Labour. Basically, they feel Labour has abandoned them. They've taken been taken for granted, and they don't think Keir Starmer's leadership is talking to them. So, how would you say to them? Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. As the Labour candidate, 
we're going to win your support back because at the moment they're angry with Labour. Absolutely, there is a lot of anger out there and I understand that and it's important that we listen to that. Uh, what I would say to that is, what matters is the future of Batley and Spen going forward mm -hmm. and we need an MP who understands the area, who's prepared to listen to everybody across the area um, and deliver on the things that they care about and the conversations I'm having are very, very varied. We have to be really strong on Palestine. The situation in Palestine is horrific. We have got innocent men, women and children being What would you killed. do in practice? My job is to put pressure on the Labour Party and the government and the international community to do more. Would you stop arms sales to Israel? I think I would need to get involved in those conversations and those discussions. Okay. Look, there will be people who are far better informed than I am on the Palestinian issue. My job is to listen to the people of Batley and Spen and to take their voice forward into those conversations. I suppose with Muslim voters, when we speak to them, I suppose that's what would concern them. They think with George Galloway, look, one of the most divisive people in the country, George Galloway, but for those voters, they think he's clear on Palestine. He will just say, if I asked him that, he would say, end arms to Israel uh, and put actual, you know, support, withdraw British support for the Israeli occupation, uh, for, the Israeli, for the Israeli state whilst they're occupying the Palestine. But you can't say that. And then what would a Muslim voter say to that in response, do you think? I think what I would say to that is we've got a conflict that has been going on for 70 years. Mm -hmm, and we've got people dying, people without electricity, people mm -hmm. without water. The first thing that we have to do is get peace talks restarted. That's absolutely the first thing. We have to be then working towards a two-state solution. We have to be ending the blockade of Gaza. We have to be stopping the human suffering that's going on there. That is the absolute most important sure. thing. It's more complicated than, than somebody like George Galloway would, would have you believe. Fazila Aswat. What we find is these, these um, contentious characters, shall we call them, come in and what they do is they try and capitalise on these divisions. And I think this is what we're seeing with the Muslim vote within Batley, that George Galloway has come in. He's seen that actually people were very passionate, especially because the attacks in Palestine happened in Ramadan, when people are probably more aware of their religious beliefs and things like that. And he's come in and he's seen something that, oh, there's a, there's a flame burning here and he's come and he's, he's literally ignited that flame. The, the problem here is despair. You have got people that are die-hard Labour members, die-hard lifetime Labour members that are walking away from Labour and supporting George Galloway. Hiya, George. Lovely to meet you. To Lovely to meet you. It's kind of obvious. It's not rocket science. No. This was their base. This was their majority. It's gone to us. So they have to be third. Yes. And uh, they deserve it. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Just one, one more thing, George. When, if you, if and when you do go, a lot of people have a lot of faith in you. Please don't forsake no. the, the the community of Batley. No, no. We need to look. We need to get things sorted out here locally. Yeah, there are a lot, yeah. lot, 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 lot of lot of issue that needs to be tackled, which I'm sure you will tackle if, once you uh, get into the office. If if we win, yes, there will be nobody in Britain, or for that matter, more widely across the world, who doesn't know the name Batley. So even though the national, the international policies are being talked about in this by-election, let's not forget that there are lots of local um, issues that people are very concerned about as well. Um, and right or wrongly, a lot of people are very angry at the Labour Council. Um, however, you know, I think um, in the last five years, they've had to cut nearly £200 million in their budget. This is Shabir Pandur, Labour leader of Kirklees Council. So the, the pot of money that was set aside by government uh, for potholes, that's been cut. And they keep blaming you for things the Tories do. Yeah, but do. this is, this is what is they're doing. This is what they do. On one hand, they're cutting. Yeah. And then on the other hand, they say they're actually blaming councils. And this is what people need to understand. You know, we are doing our best. You know, we've recently got a budget, uh, uh, sorry, we've recently got a bid approved, £24 million for Towns Fund. That was only because a Labour council 
put their money where the mouth is, worked with local MP and the Conservatives, but together we managed to get that money in. And all the brain power, all the background working was done by Labour Council. And we're going to do more of that. Yeah, the road 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 road. Do something about the roads. Yeah, road. I want the roads. I'm a cabbie. So you're actually voting for potholes? Yeah, potholes, yeah. Why do you think George Gallagher will sort out the potholes? Well, I'm his man with his word. How, but he's well, in... I mean, I have seen him over the years that what he says, he lives up to it. George, you are know, you going to start out the potholes? Because he wants you to... Um, how? If, if how I, as a member of parliament? Well, I'm, I'll fill them in myself if I have to. Uh, there's roads here that are worse than the roads in India and Pakistan. I'm not joking. But there's a zebra crossing down there that is so faded, no one can any longer see it. I'm going to paint it myself. Genuinely? Yeah. Wow. You will see me paint that. Are you actually going to put that? That is a George Galloway promise. I'm going to paint that. Promise. It's actually wow. the only election promise I've made, uh, <laughs> other than to fight for people. Well, when it's not you can do it today, come on. No, I can't do it because I'm not the MP. But if I'm the MP, you'll see me on my hands and knees with a broad brush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite good at the broad brush. If you were a betting man, how well do you think Galloway will do? Solicitor Eunice Luna. He'll, I don't think he'll win, but he'll certainly send shivers and send a message. Uh, and the constituency will send a message to the Labour Party because the demographics of this constituency is, is up and down the country. There's many, many, many uh, other constituencies that have the same demographic. Hassan Bada is a local Labour member. I think there's about 100 constituencies where the Muslim vote, if we, we were all reasonably united, would be the margin of power, the balance of power. But it's a message also to the Conservative Party that in the future, they've got a possibility at least of earning our votes because they would like Muslim votes in other constituencies as well. The people that are sat at a distance observing and uh, rubbing their hands are the Conservatives. I think they're going to win. The, they're likely, I think, to win the seat. This town will end up, so this constituency will end up with a Conservative MP. I mean, wouldn't that be worse? This is not just about Batley, it's not just about Labour Party or, the, or Keir Starmer even. We're trying to send a message out to the whole of the country. This is a, a marginal seat in many ways, but particularly in terms of the power of certain block votes, for want of a better word. We've got enough numbers and if there's a reasonable amount of unity, we can dictate the result of this. So if the Muslim party stays strong, we will be able to demonstrate that no longer can you just harvest our votes, but you've got to earn it. Labour's in a terrible state, but there are exceptions. In May's elections, Labour candidates emphasising a distinct alternative to the Tories did well, like Salford Socialist Mayor Paul Dennett, who urged the National Party to learn from his example, like Preston's Labour Council, and like Andy Burnham in Greater Manchester, who faced down the government over Covid and brought local buses into public ownership. He's become a favoured candidate to replace Starmer, and he's come here to campaign. It's certainly a test, but it's one we can win. And I think this is an important by-election, and that's why we're here. We're supporting a great uh, candidate. Um, but it's, it's one we can win. You're speculating about what, what if. Well, that what if is something that we're working hard to, to avoid. And, you know, but even then, it won't be, you know, it, 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 we'll have to sort of take it in our stride you know we can't overreact we've got a big job of work to be done uh in terms of re rebuilding the party from the bottom up one thing i, I keep saying and, I, and I, you know, I i know it's being heard now 
uh, by Keir and by other people in, in the top of the party. For goodness sake, buy in wholeheartedly to English devolution. This area has got a metro mayor, got myself, and I think this is the way back for Labour in large parts of the country, where you can, you, you can take a different approach to politics, place first rather than party first. And honestly, Owen, it makes all the difference when you're seen to be sort of, you know, there, a strong, yeah, independent champion for that area. And it's not all about, you know, party politicking, point scoring. We've noticed in Greater Manchester that people weren't sure about mayors and devolution four years ago when first arrived. But this election, they were kind of saying, yeah, you know what, this is kind of working for us. This is better politics than what we get out of Westminster. Labour needs to buy in massively. Uh, it needs to invest hugely in English devolution. Do you think Keir Starmer will will fall? That oh, will be the end of his leadership? Come on. Definitely. That's foregone conclusion. He has to go. Just quickly, how would you, who would you like to, just finally, who would you like to take over? If Keir Starmer goes, who? Burnham. We chat to voters today who voted Labour all their life and they're not going to vote for the Labour Party in this election. But they did say they would vote for a Labour Party that was led by you. Well, it's nice to, to hear that, but I, I, you know, I'm, I'm the mayor of Greater Manchester, and I'm I'm not 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 but going not, anywhere. You, I mean, have you not thought maybe maybe for the good of the Labour Party and that, that no, you would do a better job than Keir Starmer no, at the moment? No, I've tried twice, and you know, I've kept, kept saying I have answered that question. You know, I'm not, you know, I, I've kind of said what I've said about you know yeah. that issue. I don't want to keep keep going over no, 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 that. No. I think the thing is that you know. The job is a big one here and here and elsewhere in the north of England. My former constituency, Lee, other places like it, Hartlepool, there's been a loss of an emotional connection with people. Let's just call it as it is. That is what's happened progressively over the yeah. last decade. Yeah. And you have got to rebuild that. You can't just flick a switch and regain that. You have to kind of work hard to regain that. That's why I think Kim is absolutely the right ambassador for Labour in this election. She is completely of this place. She isn't the usual political route, if you like, career politician. Um, I think she does speak for people here. And you know, Labour needs to do much more of that, you know, truly build from the bottom up. Labour's problems go much deeper than the current leadership. Across Europe, Labour sister parties are in crisis, hemorrhaging support in multiple different directions to right-wing populists or even far-right parties, to civic nationalists and to left-wing parties. Labour's electoral coalition is crumbling. It lost Scotland, once an absolute heartland, without which the Labour Party as we know it would never have been born, and it's lost the so-called Red Wall, and it's profoundly struggling amongst older white voters, particularly those who own their own homes. But Keir Starmer was elected with a mandate to unify the Labour Party and make it electable by extending its appeal. The reverse has happened. Not only is the party failing to win new voters, it is losing the support of those who stuck with Labour during its 2019 rout. It is of course not certain that Labour will lose in Batley and Spen, even if most of the local party privately think it inevitable. It should be unthinkable. Oppositions are supposed to do better in by-elections than they would in a general election, and this seat was won twice under Jeremy Corbyn. Many Labour activists find it shocking that anyone would even dream of voting for George Galloway, who they consider a demagogic opportunist. What does it say then that lifelong Labour voters here plan to do just that? 
Whatever happens here, Labour seems doomed to never learn a critical lesson with fatal consequences, that it should never take core voters for granted, believing that they have nowhere else to go. From British Muslims to young voters, disillusionment is growing, and the party has apparently no answers to that basic fact. Whatever happens to Keir Starmer's leadership, the party does not seem to know how to build a broad winning electoral coalition or to decide what it even stands for anymore. And until that changes, Labour's existential crisis will only deepen. Eunice Luna. Well, the message it sends is this is likely to be repeated up and down in the northern mill towns. Uh, you've got places like Leicester. Um, West Midlands, with big Muslim communities, Muslim parts of London. And the, the fear for Labour is, if the hierarchy see that this is only the start. We had Scotland, we had the Red Wall, and now I suppose the Muslim Wall, whatever you want to call it, that could be the next one to fall. The Muslim brick. Thanks for listening to that. Hope you enjoyed it and were educated as I was. Do support us on patreon.com forward slash owenjoes84 to ensure we can do these documentaries or use the support function. And with that, speak to you soon. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.